Welcome to Guarding Talk back on to when you are at FM. Greg Richard joined by Judy Sharp today. Judy, great to see you back in the studio. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Greg, how are you going? Very well, thank you. Yourself. What do you got lined up for us today? Oh, lots of things. Okay, we're, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to talk about indoor plants. We're going to talk about scale and mealybug. And we're going to talk about pruning off the agapanthus stems. And I noticed when I came into the building in the garden surrounding, mm-hmm. all the old dead agapanthus stems are still sitting there. Oh, so, I, might, I might bring my secateurs in. <laughs> <laughs> and then we might talk about uh, problems with gardenias and moraes. So we've got a long list here, Greg. A lot to get through. A lot to get, get through. through. And we've got John from Talara, and he's got stink bugs on his mandarin. Oh, good morning, John. Oh, no, it's good afternoon. Sorry. No, you're right, Judy. Not a problem. Just a quick question. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've got the black stink bug on me mandarin tree. I've sprayed it with um, a bit of stuff from Bunnings, and I went online, and obviously things on Facebook are true. Uh, I got a bit of washing detergent, sprayed it. I sprayed it with vinegar. Now I've, I've actually killed all the foliage. However, it's starting to reshoot from the bottom and somewhere like up the top of it, but all of like um, dead, there's no green leaf on it. Do I cut that back or do I leave it? Look, I'd cut it back a little bit, but perhaps if you gave it some something like sudden impact, which is for roses, but it's the right um, alkalinity for mandarins, and try and feed it up. The other thing, uh, John, if you can grab some flourish for citrus, which you put in the water, that will give it instant kick. Right, yeah, just one second. Yeah. I don't know if I will. You right, John? Okay, one second, that's better. Okay, sorry, what was it again? <laughs> okay, so we're going to uh, get some sudden impact for roses to feed it. And then you're yep. also going to get some flourish for citrus, which you put in the water, which yep. will give it an instant kick. Right, yeah, not a problem. Just give it a light prune with a, a few of the dead branches. Yes, oh, definitely the dead ones. But next yep. time, perhaps uh, maybe check up before you spray it with all those different <laughs> things, <laughs> John. I, I, the only thing I didn't put on it was fish fingers. I put everything else on it. <laughs> well, don't forget, John, we're here every Monday just after 12, so give us a buzz next time. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have okay. a good day. Thank you, John. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Jeez, thanks, John. Guarding talk back on 2 RFM 49216216. Judy, you mentioned the top about indoor plants. Yes, of course, yeah. What should we be doing with indoor plants now? Well, it's not what we should be doing. It's what the insects are doing, Greg. All right. Uh, they, they're, at the moment, they're covered in something called mealybug. Yep. Now, your plants wouldn't have that on, I know. No, no. I, I don't think so. No. Well, it's a little, it looks like white rice or it looks like flour, and they hardly move, so it tricks people. They just look and think, oh, yeah, I've got little white spots on, yeah. my, on my indoor plants. But it's really rife at the moment, and I think it's because we've got had a lot of humidity, and the mealybug loves it. So we've got to be spraying it with malathon and white oil. Okay. Okie dokie. That's just for indoor plants. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, oh, well, no, all, if you've got it on plants outside, yep. uh, which it can be very invasive, say agapanthus we were talking about, uh, when deep down in the stems of agapanthus, the mealybug loves to breed. Right. 
but that will also get rid of scale on anything that you've got. Quick question, do uh, grasshoppers eat chilies? Because I saw one, a massive one on the chili tree the other day and I just gave him a big flick. <laughs> yes, of course, they eat anything. Okay, right here. And I know your chilies would be hot, that's why I'm smiling. Yeah, well, they are, yes. It was it a big grasshopper? It was. I didn't realise it was there at first because it was just all green. Yeah. And I've gone, there's something moving there. I just went, holy, <laughs> just gave a big flick across the head and <laughs> flicked him across. You needed to do more than that. You should have got your shoe onto him. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or, or Scott also tells me, get this, some pair of scissors out. Yeah, well, you, but then they see you coming too. I've True. tried that, yeah. but they do see you coming. And don't forget, if you don't stomp on them, they're going to be spreading it by having babies everywhere. Okay, right. Mm. And what are you going to do about your chilies then? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Well, we've got Charlie now from Maitland and she's got a question about planting a tree. Good afternoon, Charlie. What can I help you with? Yes, I don't know if you can help me, Judy. I want to – I've just put a lot of bushes out and I want to plant a tree. Um, I know that they take a fair while to grow. But I was looking at something that was you now grow about three metres and something that would spread out at the top right. um, that you could sit under for a bit of shade. Right, OK. Uh, that didn't drop its leaves and didn't flower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big gardener. That's a, a mighty request. You know that, don't you? I know that is, yes. Um, let me get my thinking cap on here quickly. Probably what you... Do you mind? Oh, you don't want them to drop leaves, do you? Oh, preferably not. Oh, you know, um, to a degree, but right. not not like a um, uh, like one of those. That's <laughs> how much of a garden I am. Those purple uh, flower trees, you know? jacarandas. At uh, jacarandas, yeah, they're beautiful. Haven't they you got are, one of those growing? The problem that I have is the area underneath is um, I've got uh, small rocks in there. It's very hard. Leaves aren't very big. So when they <coughs> drop the leaves, you know, you'll be able to they'll tr- probably just blow away in the wind. Yeah. I know that, uh, you know, to say that not drop leaves, that's uh, nearly impossible, I realise that, but not something that actually covered the ground in leaves, you know. Well, you know what my favourite is at the moment, and I've planted about six along a fence line, mm-hmm. um, are olives. They oh. grow very quickly and mm. they do very, very well. They're very hardy. Sure, okay, they get little olives on them, but they don't drop leaves. Um, And, you know, I I don't find that the little olives are a nuisance, to be honest. What was the name of that again? An olive. Olive tree, all right. Yeah. Do you like olives? I love olives. Well, there you go. (laughs) But then you've got to get... You've got to kind of do a few things before you can eat them, unfortunately, but I haven't got patience to do that. But if you plant one, I'm sure that you'll be able to... uh, I'm not sure what they do. They soak them, don't they? Well, I don't know, Judy, but I tell you what I do know. You can go to the shop and buy them. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what, Charlie? Guess what? You've got to like them. It's one thing I don't eat. Olives, you've got to be kidding me. No, no, they're salty and, you know, not nice. (laughs) Well, that's why you have them with feta cheese. It's also salty. Oh, yes, that's nice, but, Mm. you know... But anyway, Charlie, look, it will grow quickly for you. It will grow straight and mm-hmm. it will put a nice canopy up for you. And I'm sure at Heritage they would have olives. Yeah. would uh, How would that go with a um, semi-moist soil? 
Oh, well, you know, they like Hardy, mm. you know. Six, we've got Leonie from Ellalong, and her rabbits have room-barked a lemon tree. This doesn't sound good. Oh, no. My goodness gracious me, Leonie. Do they run freely? Uh, they're in an old chook pen. Oh, and, right. Um, the the uh, lemon tree was growing in there, and it's full of lemon, and they've nearly chewed it right the way around. Uh, I was wondering. Well, while like I, I was... it off, of course, to keep the rabbits away, but is there anything I can do to protect it? Well, look, while I was waiting to take your call, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, well, maybe you need to build a little fence around it, but if it's already in a chook pen, I suppose... Um, that's not going to really work, is it? Well, well it... I can build a, a, a fence with a smaller gauge wire to keep the rabbits away from it. I would... But I was wondering if there's anything I can do to the trunk of it to, to protect it, to help it to recover. Well, you can get a spray that keeps creatures away, particularly dogs and cats and maybe rabbits as well. I use it on my Arthur, not that I have to because he's such a good little doggy. But... Um, and I can tell you now, if Scott's listening, he'll be hysterical. Now, Greg, Greg's being hysterical now, actually. But um, it's just a spray you buy at the local nursery. Uh, and I find it works very, very well if Arthur's being a bit naughty. Uh, I'm sure it will... And you can spray it up and down the trunk. It won't hurt the plant at all. All right, So then. you could do that. But, and, and but, the, sorry? The one, thing I really, the one thing I was really worried about was... Maybe there's some sort of a wrap or something that I could wrap around the tree to to help it recover. Oh right. Oh because oh because of the ring barking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. No. You'll have to get the um, the black paint uh, and paint it around where the ring barking is, and that comes in either a pressure pack or a tin. And I always use the tin because it's a lot easier. And then you will actually have to wrap a bandage around it and leave right, it. So what, a crepe what bandage. Sort of paint? A crepe bandage, you know, that stretches. Oh, yes, I know. What sort of paint do you use? It's called um, uh, mental block here. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, you know what, Leonie? If you leave the switch, your phone number, I'll give you a ring and let you know as soon as I check it out. All right. Thank okay. you very much. But it's Judy. important that you do that and that you wrap the bandage around it. Uh, if you yeah. like, you could even ring the nursery today and they're going to say, well, why couldn't she remember that? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's call it a mental block. <laughs> but I'll definitely right, leave yeah. your number with the switch and I'll definitely ring you, Leonie. Not a problem. All right, then. Thank you for your help. Thank you. Bye. We've got Sir Kath now from Adowie. She's got a question about hydrangeas. Hi, Kath. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, Judy. I've got a, um, a lovely hydrangea. It was really it really flowered well this year, but it, the flowers have sort of finished off, and I'm just wondering, um, do what, can I give it a good prune, and if I can, how much, and would it need a feed? Uh, look... At this time of year, you're virtually doing a, sun, a late summer prune mm. and, uh, you know, you need to go back to a double eye. Okay, like a double bud thing. A double bud thing, yes. Yep. But okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really um, take it back too far at this time. Oh, okay, yep. I guess that it looks a little bit woody at the moment, so um, 
Yeah, well, they do after they flower, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, don't take it back too far because you're going to do that when winter's here, which I suppose it won't be long away, will it? We're probably going into autumn tomorrow. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I agree. But, Kath, Um, whenever you prune them back, always give them a little bit of fertiliser to make them kick on again. So just just a normal normal growth, uh, like... Slow release or whatever, or chicken oh, manure. Yeah, anything. well, you you know you won't. What colour is it? Let's get down to that. Oh, it's multi. It's it's like a, a multi colour. It's like pink and mauve. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, chicken manure will be all right because chicken, yeah, yeah, because uh, chicken manure is alkaline, and if it was blue, it would change it to pink. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's, no, it's no. Well, you'll yeah. be right if it's already yeah. pink, and uh, yes, I'd use that. Or even just some uh, flourish for flowering at this time okay. of year. Well, I heard you. I heard you uh, telling that fellow about his mandarin. I, I've written down flourish. What was the other thing you said as well to give it a boost? Oh, okay. His mandarin. It was sudden mm. impact for roses. Sudden impact. Yep, that's it. Okay, yep. good. And that yep. sounds funny, but it is for roses. But it's because yep. it's alkaline. Yep. No, that's good. I just missed that one. I got the other one. Okay, not so, a problem. Okay, so, so just an ordinary, like a, a low impact or the chicken manure and, yeah. and just prune it back maybe just to the first couple of buds. Yes, definitely. That's You've right. got to go back to a double bud. Yep. Okay. okay. Why is that just out of curiosity? Why is that? Sorry, dear. Why, why is the double bud? What is important about that? Oh, well, if you don't, I know if you don't, it'll just put out a long shoots and it affects the flowering. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've always got to prune hydrangeas correctly. Right. Yeah, no, it was really good this year. I think I um, followed what your your son said last year about the um, pruning back to whatever, and it was really, really flowered really well this year. So. Oh, Kath, did so you get quite... something right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. It is the well, double know, eye. You know what, hey, you know what men are like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... I suppose he's a bit younger than me and maybe his mind's quicker. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Very welcome. Thanks, Kath. Okay, bye. We've got Marissa from New Lambton and her jacarandas don't seem to be flowering at the moment. Oh, Marissa, uh, they probably have, should have by now. They never have, Judy. They're actually 16 years old. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Okay. I was wondering what I should sort of fertilise them with, and they are actually shaded slightly by a couple of gum trees. Ah, right. Okay. Well, that could be making a difference. Uh, but uh, I remember once, uh, remember the old Yates Garden Guide? Yes. Uh they asked me what was my favourite hint they wanted to put in it, and it's still in it today, because I had jacarandas growing right along a fence line, and they never responded. And um, there was an old trick back then that you went out with your high heel shoes on and kicked the trunk. I've given them a hit with the broom, actually. <laughs> oh, have you? Good oh. <laughs> no, well, it does work because what happens? It frightens the plant they think they might be going to die and they produce flowers to keep their longevity going. So maybe not the broom. That wouldn't be 
maybe not an axe either because you'll chop them down, but, um, you know, something a little bit more powerful so that, you know, you give them a good solid hit. But that won't work until next year now. Yes, what do you suggest for the fertiliser? Oh, look, I'm, I'm a great believer in cow manure for jacarandas. Cow manure. Mm, but now you can't really put that on the gums, so... On the eucalypts, they wouldn't like it, so you'll have to make sure you only put it on the jacarandas. Okay. Yep. All right, thanks for your help, Judy. Okay, now go and get your high heels on, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you, bye. Good luck with bye. it. Bye. It's Gardening Talk back on to when you are at FM. We've got time for a few more calls, and we've got Eddie from Rutherford, and he's got a question about lily pilly trees. Oh, good afternoon, Eddie. Any problems or happy lily pillies? No, no, I was just wondering if we could, uh, we want a bit of a shade tree in the backyard. I was just wondering whether we can plant one and whether they've got an invasive root system or uh, they grow too big or can we trim them down as to what we want or that sort of thing. That was all. Well, Eddie, in answer to all those questions, there are a lot of varieties of lily pillies. So, you know, just going to... um, uh, your local nursery, which I think where you are would be Heritage Gardens, of course, um, they will have probably quite a supply of lily pillies and they will have the names of them and, and how high they're going to grow. Uh, but really, they're a native, so I've never found their root system to be invasive. Right, yeah. So I think the secret is just to go down there and don't, you know, don't pick something out without checking. And, you know, labelling today is wonderful and you will probably find on the back of the label it will tell you how high the tree will grow. Yeah, so there's a few varieties, I believe. Oh, yes, there are. There really are. And the change in variety, is that to do with the size, the height and all that? or Yes, leaf shape or leaf form. Okay. Uh, but they all fruit, you know that. They all fruit and flower. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you can eat the fruit. Oh, yes, you can, or I hope yeah. your wife's a good cook because she can make jam. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> She's not laughing about that, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I tell her it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. it all the time. Okay. okay well, <laughs> no, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's all I want to know. Yeah, if we could just turn something with a bit of shade that we can sit under oh, it. Oh, yes, no. They, they grow fairly quickly, uh, They surely do. They surely okay. do. Okay, all right, that's great. Thanks for that. Thanks, Eddie, for the call. Okay. Bye. Well, we've got Linda from Wall's End, and she's got a question about African violets. Hello, Linda. Hello, Judy. How are you? Very well, thank you. You probably have a multitude of them, do you? Um, I've got about half a dozen mostly grown from the leaf. Leaf, right. That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> very I, clever, never... very clever, Linda. No, no, just just luck, I think. Um, persistent swearing, maybe. Um, <laughs> I've never fertilised them, and I've got um, one showing a few flowers. Now, what's? The, the best fertilizer. Well, please. you can buy African violet fertilizer, which is specialised oh, okay. for them. I would honestly stick to that. All right, lovely. Thank you very much. And it's just in a little packet, and you know it'll go a long way—a little packet or a small bottle. Uh, but oh. no, you'll need to fertilise them to bring them into flower. Lovely. Uh, thank you so much for your help. Have a good day. That's all right. That was a quick one, Linda. You, you uh, knew, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry? You're an expert at growing them from the leaves, so you probably didn't need me, dear. Oh, yes, I will need you again soon. <laughs> okay, thanks, Linda. Thank bye. You. Bye-bye. Uh, we've got Joanna now from Mayfield, and she's got shoots growing from a tree from next door. Oh, Joanna, that sounds a bit risky. Hello. Hello. What could I help you with? Hi, Judy. Yeah, um, I've got um, there's a tree next door. I think it's Robinia, Robina, and it's half dead, and it's sending up a whole lot of suckers in my yard, and they're getting quite tall. I mean, they, you know, I cut them back, but I'm just wondering what I can do about it. Um, look, um, Robinias uh, go sucker like that when they yeah. aren't getting water. Uh, I love them, uh, and mm. I have grown many of them, but it's the only problem that they do have if your next-door neighbour, who probably isn't listening today, isn't yeah. a good gardener and they're not yeah. watering reg- regularly. And we have had some very dry weather yeah. uh, and very well, windy weather, and they dry out. And those little suckers, they're merely coming from the rootstock to try yeah. and preserve their life. Yeah, but they're getting quite tall. Yes, well, all you can do, dear, is keep Mm. cutting them back um, and you could apply zero to them. Yeah. um, And that will deter them shooting again. Um, Yes. And if you're having coffee or drinks with your neighbour, maybe you could talk to her about it. Uh, well, the tree's half dead, so it's 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 a fairly old... Like it's been there 20 or 30 years. It's, Is it a golden one or a green one? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's a golden one. Yeah. But the, the suckers, they get, when they get a certain height, because I've got one in my old vegetable garden, which is going to be demolished, and it's come, and they get awful big barbs on them, you know, thorns on them. Yes, they do. That's, yeah. the, the, that's the original form of the tree yes. that they grafted onto yes. to do the golden yes. ones or to so do other stuff, you know. Yeah, so... Yeah. That is unfortunate because that's how the tree's been um, produced yeah. originally. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, maybe it's time that the tree was taken down, if that's yeah. the case, yeah. But, mm. you know, that's sometimes difficult to solve as that's well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So zero, like cut it back and put it on the... On the um, the part, into yes, the yes, cut part. yes, yes, mm. yes. Do that. Do put okay. some zero onto the cut part, Great. and mm. uh, that won't travel back to the big tree. No. Uh, it'll only kill the ones you're getting. Oh, great! Thank you. Okay, Thank thanks, you. Joanna. Thank bye bye. 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 It's Guarding Talk back on to when you are FM. Judy Sharp, I've got a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you want to mention before you call today? Oh yes, gardenias and marayas, Greg. Now, at this time of year, they start to get yellowing leaves. Right, um, yep. And, uh, you know, they're flowered, and uh, so they've done their bit in life, and now they want a little bit of help to keep going. So if they're in the ground, I'd suggest using cow manure to feed them with. Right. Sometimes you have to go a step further uh, and apply iron to them, iron chalates. Uh, but if, you know, if they're not too bad, just some cow manure will give them a boost and kick them along again. It's been mentioned a lot today, cow manure. Has too. It yep. has. It's that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be swinging over to poultry next time I talk. Oh, okay, all right. What's the difference between cow and, and chicken? Well, or... it's the alkalinity and the acidity. And they're two different animals. Yeah, they <laughs> are. But, you know, um, 
when I was young and uh, learning horticulture, the way I always remembered, poultry has an L in it, and that means lime. All right, yeah. And alkalinity. So cow manure doesn't have the L in it. It has a C, yep. and that means it's acidic. Right, okay. You've yep. got that, haven't yep, you now? Yeah. Right, so will you remember for next week? I'll, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Scott's in next week so I don't have to have, get questioned. <laughs> I think he will be, actually. <laughs> Judy Sharp, thank you very much. And uh, we'll, well, it'll be you or Scott next week. It'll be knows. Scott, I think, yes. And then I might... Pop back in again. Yeah. Look, he's let me out of the cupboard now, so, you know, he might have to fight me for the job. I still want the two of you back on you one day, just to, just to see what happens. Well, you know what? He doesn't let me have the microphone. Yeah, I know. He's a mic hog. <laughs> Judy Sharp, thank you very much. We'll have Gaddy talk back again next week. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>